Welcome to the Building Heroes Podcast, where we learn to build heroes in our homes to help our kids be prepared for their life journeys. Hi, I'm your host, Molly Christensen, and I love to encourage and mentor you on your path. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to podcast episode 67. And I'm excited because today marks one full year of weekly episodes of the Building Heroes podcast. And maybe you're wondering why it's episode 67. Well, because we put a ton up front when we launched it. And so the numbers add up. So have you ever done anything really hard for you? I bet you have. And of course you have, especially if you're a parent. Do you ever purposely choose to do the hard things and get out of your comfort zone? Do you ever get those calls to action that you recognize? And then you think of all the reasons why you shouldn't do it, but then you choose to do it anyway. Well, if you're a regular listener, then you know how much I love talking about the hero's journey and how a hero's journey is really just a cycle of growth. It is a pattern for how we make progress in life. So that's why on today's podcast, I want to just be a little vulnerable and talk to you about my journey to one year of podcasting and how that applies to you. And then after that, we're going to talk a little bit about celebrating accomplishments. Um, But first, I just kind of want to say I really don't like to tell this kind of story because not only did I make a lot of mistakes, I also don't really want it to sound like I'm bragging or something, okay? Because really, uh, I do just want to tell you the story because I hope it can encourage you to hear your calls to action and step out of your comfort zone and act. So we're going to go back about three years ago when I started to feel like I needed to start a podcast. Um, That was the call to action, right? And of course, I didn't know anything about how to do a podcast. I don't really know what to say. I didn't have time for that. I thought, you know, quite frankly, I completely doubted myself. This might have been my biggest one, that I could actually be consistent with it. So I put the call to action off for quite a few months because I had plenty of good reasons not to. But I just couldn't get it off my mind. So I wrote down all the things that were stopping me. And then with that list, I found the solutions. So I'll give you the examples here. Okay. Um, I don't really know what to talk about. Solution. Well, you can just talk in more detail about the hero's journey. Okay. I guess I could do that. That would be at least 10 episodes. Uh, Next one. I have no idea how to edit audio or video, and I don't really want to learn. (laughs) Well, solution, that doesn't really matter. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just do it raw. Okay, number three, reason to not do it. I don't know how to make a podcast. (laughs) Solution, you do have Google. You could figure it out. (laughs) Number four, I do not have good recording equipment. Solution. You do have a phone. It will work. Most of the time, anyway. Uh, Number five. I don't really have time to do this right now. Solution. Well, you do certainly drive a lot. You could just turn on the recorder, start driving and talk. Could I really? I guess I could try it. Number six. But I don't have nice graphics. Solution. 
uh, doesn't really matter. Uh, just make one. And even if it's ugly, still doesn't matter. So I had all these backgrounds through my head that really were just keep me in my comfort zone, right? Because um, that feels like the safe place to be, right? And then my big one was, I won't be consistent. I never keep up with things like this solution, but you could try. Well, what if I fail? Well, I decided just to commit to action and just do it. So I did it. I found a free podcast hosting solution or a platform, and I started making podcasts. I named my show Building Heroes in Your Home. And yes, I did actually record some of them in the car, but I wasn't holding the phone. I was just talking. Okay. Um, they were pretty darn terrible. <laughs> At least that's how I felt. But I, I posted them anyway. And in fact, you can still hear them. They are still out there on the internet on the podcast distribution channels. <laughs> Yikes. So now you might be guessing that podcast did not continue for one whole year. No, no. I lasted for one whole month and nine episodes. That was it. Okay. So you can imagine what was going on in my head after that big failure, right? See, you couldn't do it. I knew you wouldn't be able to do it, right? You didn't know what you were doing. You're too busy. And quite frankly, you're bad at this. I told you you couldn't be consistent, right? All those things going on in my head. And then my brain turned all the rationalization. I mean, that was rationalization too. Uh, the comparison, the excuses. You know, you're a busy mom. You have lots of kids. Don't expect you to be able to do this anyway. You just, you don't have the support that all the other moms that are successful podcasters have. Plus, you weren't really cut out to be a podcaster. It's okay to give up. No one was listening anyway. I actually didn't even know because I didn't know how to look at the stats. I had no idea if anyone was listening. So for the next year and a half, I quit. You know, I listened to all those rationalizations and excuses, and I believed that they were true. So now I want to pause here in the story, and I want to ask you, <clears throat> while you may have never tried to start a podcast, you have tried to do things that are hard. Does this story sound familiar to you? Have you ever gone through this process and failed and made mistakes? What about homeschooling? I know so many moms that this could be their story if we just substitute homeschool for the word podcasting, okay? And I could probably go back 20 years and have this story as well. Um, because what happens is they get this idea, they do the research, they start doing it, and it doesn't work out like you think it does. And they can't stay consistent, and, and then they give up, and they quit, and they think all these same things that I was thinking – I'm just not cut out for homeschool. I'm really bad at this. Or they keep homeschooling and they still keep thinking these negative thoughts about themselves and that they're doing a really lousy job the whole time. That was definitely my homeschool story too. But the story isn't over yet. It only ends when you quit. So back to the podcast story. So about 
you know, well, well, we'll go back to about a year and a half ago. Um, I started getting this really strong call to action that I needed to do the podcast again. And, you know, you can imagine how much I really didn't want to do that. You know, my refusal started to look like this. Uh, don't you remember you tried this already and you miserably failed? Why would you even want to do that again? It was terrible. And if you couldn't do it then, then why on earth would you think you could do it now? That is crazy thinking. So I tried to push these thoughts away about doing the podcast because I kind of really didn't want to do it, right? It's not comfortable. And my brain's reasoning made a lot of sense. But the thing is, I didn't really realize what was going on in my mind until I actually said it out loud to a friend one day. And I said, I don't feel like I need to do a podcast again. Mm. But I don't know. It was not good when I did it last time. I totally failed. And that was when I recognized, oh my gosh, I'm getting a call to action. And I'm refusing it here. And I'm the one out there teaching people that we need to follow our calls to action and to do good and to help other people. And I'm the one that's saying, choose courage, follow those calls. You know, at least that's what I'm trying to do, right? Well, my friend absolutely agreed with the idea that I should do a podcast. And she really encouraged me, encouraged me to do it. And I expressed some of those doubts and fears, <laughs> which actually helped a lot because earlier, you know, when I said I went through all those rationalizations, um, they seem much smaller when you write them down or say them out loud. So by this time, I had a good friend who'd been podcasting for a while. So I was like, oh, I could ask her. And after I chatted with her, I felt so encouraged that I could actually give it a try again. And more importantly, what it did is it gave me a vision of how I could actually do the podcast and be consistent with it, with the things that she taught me. So with knowledge about podcasting, some allies and friends to cheer me on, and a mentor who had gone where I wanted to go, and that vision, wow, I was ready to try again. Now, as I'm telling this story, I make it sound so easy. <laughs> it really took me months to work it up to doing it again. And I had to recognize all these refusals and overcome them and do the work and create the vision in my mind where I could actually see how I could do it. But this time when I started the podcast, I felt excited because I could see it so clearly. I could see it happening. And in my mind, I knew I could do it instead of worrying that I wouldn't be able to do it and, and thinking, yeah, I probably won't be consistent. You know, um, <clears throat> I could feel it and I knew it. It was such a difference from the previous time. Um, so I started and of course it has, you know, along the way, it hasn't been super easy but at every bump in the road, I could go back to that vision and remember, I could do this. So for one year, I have posted weekly podcasts. Of course, it hasn't been always perfect. You know, sometimes I haven't always posted them on Monday like I had planned to do. Sometimes we've had sickness. Sometimes we've forgotten. Sometimes I didn't plan ahead. You know, sometimes I didn't know what to talk about. But every time I saw myself as a consistent podcaster, 
So I'd do it anyway, even though it wasn't perfect. And I think that's one thing that's going to really help you when you start to shift into overcome, you know, doing the hard things in your life too, is seeing yourself as that person. Now, one thing I like to say a lot is this is all about progress, not perfection. And it's progress because we are moving forward. And in most cases, the perfection is not even needed. And perfectionism usually stops us from even getting started. We don't want to fail, but that's how we learn. So this whole podcasting journey that I've just taken now is really just like homeschooling. Because even if we tried and failed, it doesn't mean we're not cut out for it. It just meant that we had more learning to do. It meant that we needed the knowledge and more allies and a mentor and a vision. So we, you know, you don't have to give up just because you failed. (laughs) I mean, it's embarrassing to fail sometimes, especially when you're putting stuff out there. But at the same time, the failure, in the failure is how we learn. And, and I learned a lot from that first podcast about what I didn't want to do. And it helped me give the vision of what I did need to know and what I, because I didn't know what I didn't know. So those obstacles that are there, that are in the way, they're to help us learn. Now, when we're in the trenches on the journey, that is where our top learning experiences are for sure. Now, of course, I'm still on the journey, but it's gotten a lot easier because I'm much more practiced at it now. And now I can say, I mean, I'm not going to say I wasn't cut out for podcasting. It's just that I didn't practice enough, right? So uh, that's something you might want to think about. Do you have some call to action that's been calling to you, but you're refusing it? Maybe it even makes perfect sense not to do it in the grant, you know, but at the same time, you just have that feeling that you know you should do it. And do you have things you've tried before that you failed at and then you just gave up on because you said you're not cut out for it? And it, that's so not true. It's just because you stopped too soon because you didn't know what you didn't know. Um, you didn't know that there was a pattern. You didn't know there was always hope. I mean, I even remember doing this when I was trying to train myself to get to bed earlier. I just kept saying, I'm a night owl. I can't get to bed earlier. But because I was attaching that to my identity, it was really easy to listen to the refusals. And then once I decided to say, no, I'm a person who chooses to go to bed earlier. Um, it didn't make it super easier, but it made it quite a lot easier than it had been at the same time, too. Um, and I also needed to come up with my why, like, why did I want to do that? Well, quite frankly, I wanted to do it for my kids because when I stayed up really late thinking that was the only time that I had to myself to get things done, I, um, would go to bed too late and then somebody would inevitably wake me up too early and I would be a grump. I didn't want to be that person anymore. So, um, back to the podcast thing. I wanted to do the podcast because I really just wanted to encourage you. And that was really a big part of of my vision and my why. Um, I think sometimes we think that we should change something just because we should. But at other times we feel that passion 
that says, yes, I want to do this because I know how much it can help others. And because I want to be that kind of person. The trick is here is that we really can't give up on our calls to action. Okay. We can't just hit the obstacle and quit. That is living the life of mediocrity. And that's not what you want. That's not what you want for your kids either. And that was another one of my big whys. You know, when I started teaching about the hero's journey, one of my big whys is because I wanted to teach my kids how to do that, but I wanted to learn how to follow my calls to action and go on the journey first. So I knew how that felt because I didn't want to be a do as I say, not as I do person. (coughs) Excuse me. So it is super exciting to me that now I can look back and realize I have done this podcast for one whole year in the past. I probably would have focused um, on all the things that were wrong with it because there's definitely mistakes, parts I've messed up. But instead, I have learned the need to celebrate our progress. And because if we don't celebrate progress, then we don't see it. We have to acknowledge it. If we don't see the progress, we don't feel like we're doing anything good. And we don't feel good about ourselves. And then we give up. I mean, for me to do that first podcast show, that was actually progress because I don't necessarily like putting myself out there on the, you know, being vulnerable, right? Well, it is not fun and it's kind of depressing when we give up. In fact, it can be quite depressing. So find the progress and celebrate it. So I've been trying to practice celebrating because I haven't been very good at it, partly because I felt like I was totally bragging, but it's really not about that. It's more like acknowledging. It's not like trying to broadcast, oh, I'm so great, but rather we want to acknowledge all the people and celebrate the people who got you there, who got me here because I couldn't have done it without them. And I want to celebrate with you by doing this podcast to encourage you and to thank you for being the listener, you know, and to encourage you to move forward on your journey too. So celebration is all about recognizing the progress and recognizing the people. And then it's also about attaching good feelings to the progress. So your brain wants to keep doing it because it's uncomfortable to make progress. It's uncomfortable to get out of your comfort zone and do something hard. You have to train your brain to want the progress. Otherwise your brain is going to just want to keep you comfortable. So Celebration is just recognizing the progress and recognizing the people and adding in the good. And and then when you celebrate, it gives you those good feelings. So funny thing here, I got to tell you, I went back and looked at my old podcast, (laughs) the one that I thought was terrible. Turns out it might not have been as bad as my brain told me it was. I found a five-star review on there. I was kind of shocked. I had no idea. And the reviewer said such nice things and called it honest and helpful. And man, I so appreciate that. So today on this podcast, I do want to celebrate and give thanks to my friends who taught me about podcasts, my friends who encouraged me to do it my family for giving me the time and the space to record it, and all of you who actually listened to it. And I also want to give thanks to God who gave me the inspiration and sent people to encourage me along the way too. So 
if you can also share the podcast and recommend it and leave reviews, that's awesome too. I would also love to hear from you about your journeys, where you might've gotten stuck and what you're doing about it and how do you like to celebrate. Um, also up next, the next thing I'm doing, this call to action has been going for a while too, but we're going to make it happen here really soon is I'm going to get my book, How to Get Everything Done on Amazon. Uh, and that will make it a lot easier to purchase. <laughs> so uh, I did get that call to action a long time ago, but the refusals got in the way. But it should be launching in about two weeks-ish. And I would love your support when it does by purchasing just a 99-cent Kindle book ebook or leaving a book review. So thanks so much for listening and keep making progress and celebrate it. Recognize that. So keep building heroes. Thanks for listening to the Building Heroes podcast. Can you help more people join the Building Heroes movement by sharing this podcast? More people can find it when you subscribe to the show, rate it, and leave a review. For more help on building heroes in your home, get the free Building Heroes resources at www.buildingheroesacademy.com.